I need to talk about something that should absolutely scare us all, and it might be an emo- it might be an angry, angry podcast. I truly believe that this weird ass gender ideology is going to bring this country down, and I've got some evidence of it. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, a little update on the Trump indictment potential indictment probe it looks like it's going to crap uh apparently michael cohen was uh testifying about how he received one hundred and thirty thousand dollars from another trump attorney and that came from some crap about he mismanaged his business or something like that which by the way is just a misdemeanor well michael cohen who's by the way a convicted perjurer has now there is now evidence that uh, he didn't receive one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. So we were supposed to get this indictment. Don't forget that Trump said on Tuesday we were supposed to get this indictment. That didn't work out. Um, so they canceled it uh, yesterday, or they canceled it on Tuesday, or didn't run on Tuesday. And then they were supposed to meet together today or yesterday. That didn't happen. And now they're saying, uh, yeah, we're not going to, there's not going to be anything this week altogether. So I got the impression that Alvin Bragg, who's trying to bring the prosecution, yeah, it's it's not working out. So we'll have to see what happens. I'm sure he's going to f- try and figure something out, and that's why he's giving himself an extra week. Now, before I get to the stories, that's about the only news. There's really not much happening. There is a report that Joe Biden actually is in some trouble, that they were at, they were trying to censor the Hunter Biden laptop story, but I haven't gotten to it, so we'll take a look where it goes. So yesterday I was bored and I decided I was going flipping through channels and I saw that The View was on. So I decided, okay, screw it. Let's just watch The View, see what they're about. I mean, I'm, I I won't lie, I must have lost two dozen IQ points just listening to the introduction. So their first story was about uh, Fox News is being sued by Dominion, which is the company that makes all the voting, voting machines. So apparently, Fox is not all that really concerned about this lawsuit. But, so Fox News doesn't have a problem covering it. So an ex-Fox News worker... That used to used to, I, I don't know what she did, but apparently she had a, she went on the Maria Bartomola show, and she basically began to run the narrative or said that Fox News was running a narrative that the uh, Dominion voting machines were corrupted, and they were hacked, and it was possible that they weren't legit, and lawyers they said. Lawyers told her she had to go out and she had to tell them that um, she had to tell the world when she was reporting that these Dominion machines were fine, were not good, and they were corrupted. So basically, they were accusing, she's accusing um, Dominion, she's accusing Fox News of creating a narrative. There it is, and lying about it. Okay, well, I mean, let's just say that's true. Um, last I checked, uh, MSNBC and CNN have been creating narratives about Trump forever and no one sued them. But anyway, this, it, it is what it is. It, it, okay. So this gal was on the show. She was bitching and moaning. She also accused Fox News of being sexist and anti-Semitic. Uh, 
Of course, the old harpies start going off on on how evil Fox News is, especially Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson, and how they're pushing a, a disinformation and misinformation, and how it's not a real news source, blah, blah. Now, mind you, I watch CNN and I watch MSNBC too. I can stomach them for only about an hour because it's just nothing but blad, left-wing blather. I mean, not just liberal or democratic blather. I mean, it is far left-wing. Everyone is a racist. Every anyone, Any white person that watches MSNBC is a self-flatulating person. They just flatuating, flatulence, you know, that's bad. Um, they like to beat the crap out of themselves. It is not a, it is not a, it, it's, I, I don't watch MSNBC because every time I'm a racist, I'm a racist. They don't give any reasons. They just say you're a racist, blah, 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 because I drink coffee. I'm probably going to do a podcast tomorrow. We'll get into racism. Today we're talking this gender crap. So at the very end of this rant, with only 20 seconds to go, they release a statement uh, that Fox News had said, saying that Fox News knew this lady. Fox News uh, said this lady was a constant problem. She was always complaining. She had many complaints against Fox News. They fired her, and they can defend every anything that they've said. Which, by the way, they're defending themselves against Dominion. They're not. They're not gonna. They're gonna fight Dominion. So I do need to point out some things about Dominion. Uh, first off, um, the Dominion voting machines have not been proven innocent by any stretch of the imagination. Mike Lindell of My Pillow was also sued by Dominion, but he actually bought a bunch of Dominion machines, and he proved. With scientists and IT guys, he proved there were some big problems with the Dominion voting machines. Dominion dropped their lawsuit. I also want to point out that the Dominion voting machines were illegally, illegally connected to the internet, which made them susceptible to hacking. So, they don't mention any of this, by the way. They don't mention any of this. They just talked about how bad Fox News... This was actually just an attack on Fox News. It's amazing that these broads have the audacity to say Fox News isn't a news outlet. Now, it's an opinionated news outlet. Sean Hannity and, and, and Laura Ingram and Tucker Carlson, they openly admit they're not journalists. They're opinion hosts. They say it more than once. But to sit back and say that they're not the whole outlet is not a news source, it, it, that just trips me out because I don't... If they just decided to watch CNN, then watch Fox News and see who comes out with more news, then they, maybe they should talk. Anyway, I got bored and I started watching Law & Order. Okay, let's let's kick off this. Uh, I already gave it away, but let's kick this whole thing off with uh, Pentagon, Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby talking about what the... talking about basically the country of Uganda. Apparently, they... United States, the Pentagon, the administ Biden administration, they want to talk about the real threats to the United States. Let's listen to him talk. I mean, and President Biden has been uh, nothing but consistent uh, about his uh, belief, foundational belief in, in human rights and LGBTQ plus 
rights are human rights. Uh, and uh, we, again, back to the earlier question, are never going to shy away and be bashful about speaking up for those rights and for, uh, uh, for individuals to live as they deem fit, as they want to live. And that's something that's a core part of our foreign policy, and it, and it will remain so. That's right. According to, the, according to the White House, according to the Pentagon, the biggest threat the Africans can do, pursue, and by the way, it's not just Uganda, is not accepting this LGBTQ crap. And they see it as a threat to the United States, and hey, they're going to do something about it. This story comes because Ghana is pondering a new law about banning, making gay, illegal, uh, making gay, uh, making illegal gay or cross-dressing. So what they're basically saying is we have standards and Ghana is a Christian country. It's going to matter in a few minutes. They have standards and being homosexual isn't part of that standard. Dressing like a woman is not part of that standard. But don't worry. If the law passes, the White House is going to put some pressure uh, and force them to take on the ideology of the United States, which I think is funny because I'd say probably 75% of the United States doesn't accept this ideology. I'll go, okay, I'll go as high as 60. I won't say 75. That might be too, I have 65. But listen to what the United States is going to do about this. Is anything like sanctions or some other concrete measure being considered by the U.S. side if this law should take effect? Yeah, well, first of all, big if there, right? Uh, this is the parliament passing it. It still has some process to go here. Um, we're, uh, we're certainly watching this real closely, and uh, we would have to take a look at whether or not there might be... Um, uh, repercussions that we would have to take per, per, perhaps in an economic uh, way uh, should this law actually get passed uh, and enacted. Um, and that would be really unfortunate because uh, so much of the economic assistance that we provide Uganda is health assistance and largely through PEPFAR. Uh, and uh, uh, you, you can see a world in which you know a law like this, should it be enacted, would not only, as, as Kareen rightly said, just be devastating to a whole community of people inside Uganda, but uh, but if it were to have any kind of an effect uh, uh, on our economic assistance, that would only make that worse. So we'll have to take a look. No decisions. We're watching this very, very closely, and uh, hopefully we'll, uh, it, it won't pass and we won't have to do anything. First off, notice the media is really pushing this. Are you going to do something? Are you going to do something about this? By the way, there was a president of, I think it was Uganda, actually, that was interviewed by CNN, and CNN kept pushing the LGBTQ bullshit. And the president from Uganda, you know, that's not really all that problem, not really that big of a problem here. So, first off, I, I, this, is what, this is what the administration is closely watching and we'll have to deal with? I think this administration is the most unserious administration in the world. We're going to watch Uganda, whose biggest weapon is an AK-47. And forget about China, forget about Ukraine or Russia, forget about Iran. We're going to watch Uganda, because they may not allow homosexuality. And notice the type of sanctions he's talking about help assistance. 
This sick administration is thinking of holding back medicines, including AIDS assistance. Don't forget, AIDS is a huge problem in all of Africa. Medical supplies, and get this, food. They give $146 million a year to Uganda. And most of that is for medicine and food. Now, he talks about PEPFAR. That's AIDS assistance. But most of their assistance is not going to PEPFAR. In other words, this administration will allow poor people in a poor country to die because they will not embrace this LGBTQRXYZWXYZ. And like I said, Ghana is not a Muslim country. It's a Christian country. That's probably why they don't really care that much. Well, if it was Muslim, yeah, they, they'd send them in. As a matter of fact, are they going to cut their, their funds to Nigeria, to Kenya, to Somalia? Because those are Muslim countries, and they also make being homosexual illegal. No, they won't, of course, they'll, but they'll go out there. I, I, you know, by the way, where's Black Lives Matter? The country's, Ghana is a majority black country. Where's Ghana? Where's Black Lives Matter? Are they going to start screaming the Biden administration is racist? Well, of course not. They won't do that because um, it's a Christian country and BLM embraces this LGBTQ crap. Okay, speaking of infuriating, the media is going on, going on with this trans thing. They supported it. They support it. And openly. And they want sexualized drag shows. They want your kids to be drugged with these hormones. They want your kids to uh, have body mutilating surgeries. Not only that, it should be not only that it should be a curriculum in school. We should teach kids this. Now, by the way, eighty percent of our kids—that's not much of an exaggeration—can't read or do math, but they should know what a tranny is. They should know the definition of a trans woman versus a trans man. It was. It reminds me of a song. You know, and they, it, initially, mind you, as a couple of years ago, I mean, literally a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago, they kept saying, you know, this stuff isn't happening in schools. We're not teaching this. There are no drag queen story hours. There are no drag strip shows for... Um, children. Heck, they put out a song about a year and a half, two years ago, telling you, you, you people are crazy. Listen to this. It, I played the song before. Maybe this will remind you. Listen. As we celebrate pride on the progress we've made over these past years, there's still work to be done. So to those of you out there who are still working against equal rights, we have a message for you. You think we're sinful? You fight against our rights You say we all lead lives you can't respect But you're just frightened You think that we'll corrupt your kids If our agenda goes unchecked Funny, just this once, you're correct We'll convert your children Happens bit by bit Quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. You can keep him from disco, warn about San Francisco, make him wear pleated pants, we don't care. 
convert your children. We'll make them tolerant and fair. This was the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir that did that. It's a, it's a four-minute song. I'm not going to play it all because I've played it before. This song, they said, was a joke. They said this a year and a half ago. The media was just laughing at how the right was sitting back and just disgusted by this song. Because this song went viral. And people were already accusing the left of trying to indoctrinate kids with this gender crap. And they said, it's just not true. It's just not happening. And then people began to see that it is happening thanks to the pandemic. And people say, well, it's happening, but only a little bit. And then it's happening, but it's good. Now they're saying it's a requirement. Well, now they're just completely open about it. There's no no question. Now here's... This is uh, uh, Billy Porter, who is an actor, I guess. He's a trans guy. I don't know what he is. I've never seen anything that he's done. I don't know why this guy is famous, but he is. And I think he's famous only because he wears dresses. I think if he didn't wear dresses, he'd be nothing. But here he is. He's on The View. And this is a long clip. But you hear him getting very upset because... And he, he says some things that, that, he says one thing that I think is correct. But he's just incensed that people are complaining that they don't want their kids being um, transed. He's incensed that drag queens are, can't dance in front of, drag queens naked can't dance in front of kids. And I want you to hear who he's making the victim. I'm sure you already know. Of 2022, yes. we talked about how Florida Governor uh, DeSantis uh, had just filed a complaint against a bar called the R House yeah. that holds drag shows. Okay, yeah. uh, eight months later, things have only escalated. As we talk about it, you know, it's constant um, aggravation with this. What do you make of the fact that we're still talking about this, and that um, it's happening in other states too, not just Florida? Right? Yeah, it's there's this war yeah. against trans people. Which and is, LGBTQ plus yeah, people yeah, and yeah. people who are othered. And cabaret people. And cabaret people. It's a, it's a circle it's of life. Yeah. You know, it, we've why all, are they doing it? I, for power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything is about power, and you could always trace it back to the money. You say that all the time. Yeah. Follow you know, the money. It's, it's follow the money, follow the power, power at any cost. It's very hypocritical. You know, the, the, <laughs> the leading cause of death in children are guns! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're guns! Yeah. I know it's the morning and I'm not supposed to be screaming, but they're guns! Yeah. What an effing pervert. Do you, did you, by the way, did you ever hear an argument? I, I did cut the clip a little short because it was two minutes. I just didn't want to go two minutes listening to this nut job. But did you hear an argument? No? I tell you, I'll give you an argument. He only said that trans people and drag shows are being attacked. No, that's not true. They That trans people and drag performers are really victims. He doesn't talk about just people don't want them being put in front of their kids. The DeSantis law, all of the laws, the, the ones in Tennessee, have nothing to do 
with banning trans people or with banning... I mean, you, you think we're going to hang on... Hey, if these trans people are so scared that they're going to be killed, like the Holocaust or something, question for you, why are they not hiding? Why are they just getting more vocal about all this stuff? They're not... Vo they're very vocal. Here's what's under attack. Here's what DeSantis is attacking. He doesn't want he doesn't ban drag shows. There's still drag shows in in Florida and Tennessee anywhere. He doesn't want it done in front of children. DeSantis isn't banning genital mutilations or hormone therapy or hormone therapy. I'm going to put that in quotes. To change genders? No. He just wants it banned on kids. He wants you to be able to wait until you're 18 to make a decision like that. Not 12. I don't see anything. You can't go into a school nurse and get an aspirin without permission. All they're saying is let the parents make the decision or let the decision be made by the, by the kid when that kid turns 18. Perversion has become the no, new norm. And as we will see later here, it's getting worse. Here's the problem for the left. He was, he, he, I didn't play the part in the clip, but he was right about one thing. We are in a civil war. Yes, we are. We are in a civil war and they are going to lose because parents are going to fight back against this crap. Again, this whole LGBT thing, Q thing, it's only, how shall I say, it's only a small percentage of the population that believes in it. Parents do not want their kids controlled by these perverts. Now, here's the problem with this LGBTQ thing, and they never talk about this. They never talk. They don't even want us, you to see this. The damage that this stuff causes, that a kid decides to become a, a, a man, a boy decides to become a woman, not, and then the schools don't want to tell the parents, this causes huge implications. And Dr. Phil, um, Dr. Phil had on his show a father. And I guess, I didn't see the whole episode, but I guess he told the father, you know, we're going to be on the show, you're going to get a surprise. I guess he'll get money or something. I don't know what it is. I don't know why a father would do this. If Dr. Phil came to me and said, we, we want to pay you to go on a show and it's going to be a surprise, I would not go on because that's just telling me oh, I'm getting set up or something. Um, but this guy is waiting and then waiting on the show and then his son comes out dressed up like a chick. And this father's reaction, this father's reaction is absolutely heartbreaking. Let's listen. Now, the, the man who thinks he's a woman is walking on stage. Father is sitting there. He's hyperventilating. He looks like he's going to have a heart attack. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Tell me what you're thinking and feeling right now, Gary. 
I'm hurt bad. Really bad. The guy looks like he's gonna die. He looks like he's gonna heart attack and die. What do you right what there. do you have to say? Why? I just I just want you to know that you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. He feels like he, he lets you down. He's gone back to the point of he says one time for Halloween. Yeah. Uh, talk about that. He dressed up like a girl. I thought it was funny at first. No, I certainly don't. I thought it was Halloween. You know, so I just went along with it. Actually pinched him on his behind and said he made a good looking girl, but I was only joking. He's not a good looking girl. He's a very beautiful man. Right. This guy looks like he's going to die. This guy looks like he's going to die. See, here's the thing with this trans thing. It leaves a wake. It's like a murder or a rape. It's never only the trans kid that is affected. It's all those around him. Now, I have a gay daughter. And <laughs> it's devastating when you hear about it. And nothing, it's hard to explain. It's really hard to explain. But it is devastating. And to sit back and think that this is not going to affect those around them is absolutely insane. I mean, this is something, if you've got these feelings and stuff like that, you talk about them. You get help. You don't just do it without informing anybody. And I, I thought it was disgusting. The, the the crowd the crowd is all cheering because this is this is accepted by a lot of people, especially in entertainment. See these trans people, they are about narcissism. They're about narcissism. I mean, to the point, what is more narcissistic? Than forcing the rest of the world to acknowledge you as a woman when you're really a man. To start screaming at people when you're when you're forcing them to to that's pure narcissism. This is why they go after kids. Because who is more narcissistic than a kid? So what they do is they rip the civilization out of the kid or they don't teach them how to be civilized they teach them how to live within their narcissism see that's what school is supposed to be that's what parents are supposed to be doing parents and kids are supposed to be civilizing little narcissists and the reason kids are narcissists when they're kids is because they're uncivilized and they're stupid and by the way, when I say kids, we're talking people up to 25. Your prefrontal cortex isn't developed until the age of 25. But these people teach them, no, stay a kid. Stay a kid. But it has ramifications 
Families are destroyed. Lives are destroyed with this kind of stuff. But the problem with the narcissist doesn't care. That's not my problem. You're a transphobe. And all the why, you know, and it's it's going to get worse. The slippery slope goes further down. This crap is being institutionalized and it wants to go further. So how is it going to go further? What's the next step? What's the next step? Where Let's listen to Rachel Hope Cleese, who is a historian and a writer, especially specializing, apparently, in understanding the sexual deviancy. And when I say that, she doesn't call it sexual deviancy. Specifically, sex, uh, homosexuality, and now, pedophilia. Now, let's listen to what she says, and this is where the slippery slope is leading. Okay, let's listen. Late 19th century, they referred to them uh, as a pederasty, which had its own set of um, connotations. Um, so in, um, in writing this book, I didn't want to uh, use a pedophile discourse because I felt like um, it would um, fail to capture this other historical organizing system uh, for uh, intergenerational sex, which was the topic that I wanted to address. Um, I just felt like uh, contemporary, that contemporary language would have um, made it impossible really for us to reckon with this prior historical system. Um, so, um, so I do talk about um, intergenerational sex. Uh, this is to get to this terminology question. This is an ex a contentious term because I think by the standards of our time, we don't see any possibility for sex between adults and children. We see it as rape, right? Um, and not, um, not falling within the framework of sex or sexuality. Um, I, don't, uh, I don't use uh, the discourse of survivors or necessarily abuse to make sense of um, the sources. Notice the terms that the elites use at, when they talk about pedophiles recently. And by recently, I mean maybe in the last couple of years. Uh, minor attracted persons or MAPS. She uses the term intergenerational sex. Pedophiles are not criminals or predators. They just basically have a, a different gender. Heck, there's a push to add a color for pedophilia on the LGBTQ flag. There is an actual push for it. So far, to their credit, they're not doing it, but let's not get too crazy. It's going to happen. What was once considered a perversion is now considered acceptable. What once are norms are becoming overturned and destroyed and sexual perversion has become the new norm. One of the guys she tried to just... So, so sex between a 67-year-old man 
and a 10-year-old girl is not rape. It's not child abuse. It's intergenerational sex. The man who had sex, because the girl can... This is the problem. They're trying to overturn... Um, they're trying to overturn consent. A 10-year-old should be able to consent. A 16-year-old should be able to consent. And that's what they're doing. One of the examples she uses in her book, and by the way, I won't read her book. She sounds like a moron. I don't care how many degrees she has. But one of the people she uses in her book is a guy named Norman Douglas. Now, if you don't know Norman Douglas, I had to look him up. I, I'd heard of him, but I he was a writer. Pretty prolific writer, wrote books. I think he wrote some plays. But this is a description of Norman Douglas, and this is from the very far left Wikipedia. Douglas was accused on numerous occasions of pedophilia and child rape. In 1916, British prosecutors charged Douglas with sexually assaulting a 16-year-old boy. At that time, he was about 40. And in 1917, he was charged with indecent assault of two boys, one a 10-year-old and the other a 12. Douglas was granted bail and fled the country for Capri, Italy. He was also forced to flee Florence in 1937, when he was about 67 years old, following allegations that he raped a 10-year-old girl. But he's not a predator. He's not a sexual deviant. Those kids he raped... They're not victims. Now, that's pretty sick. Now, why am I so excited about this? Um, sexual deviance was basically the start of what led to the fall of empires. Greece fell because they fell into... The, and the one start you could see was they fell into immorality. They fell into deviance. Because if you can go and rape a boy how hard is it to sit there and be corrupt I mean raping a boy is harder than being corrupt you should have some moral center not to do this heck Socrates before he was forced state state government forced to commit suicide the government gave him a 16 year old boy to have sex with Socrates was in his 60s it wasn't long, it wasn't until Aristotle came along that said, hey, we need to have some form of ethics, which was his form of morality. So Greece never embraced morality, per se. But it was too late. Then we got Rome. Caligula, Nero, Caligula put a horse as his advisor. He had orgies all the time, homosexual and straight orgies. Caligula and Nero, Nero did the same thing. Perversion starts the downfall of the civilization. And you had one emperor in the Roman Empire that tried to save it all, Constantinople. He tried to bring in Cath uh, uh, Christianity or Catholicism at that time. Guess what happened there? It fell apart. Of course, you could look at Germany. Germany, the Nazi Germany, corruption was easy. There was a lot of homosexuality in Germany. They keep saying that 
to not accept a standard that homosexuality is kind of a perversion and it's not really a, the right thing to do. They consider that um, fascism. Well, I got news for you. The Germans were fascists. And they had a lot of homosexuality. Half the soldiers in the military were homosexuals. They were before Hitler took over. And again, how easy is it? Yes, uh, you may have to fact check me a little bit, but there was a lot of homosexuality in the military. What about France? Look at, look at how France has fallen apart. France in the 1900s, everyone was sleeping with everybody. I don't know how prevalent homosexuality is, but France used to be the epitome of Western civilization art. Look where they are now. This is scary stuff. Then the thing is, these people want to overturn everything that this country was brought up on. This country was brought up on Greek reason and Judeo-Christian morality. The whole Constitution is written on it. As a matter of fact, Thomas Jefferson, who was a secular guy, he didn't believe in, he believed in God, but he, he believed we were separate. He wrote the Constitution to say there was a greater power. There was a creator. And that creator gave us rights. And those rights are in the Bill of Rights. Do you realize Thomas Jefferson had to fight to get the Bill of Rights into the Constitution? The right to free speech, the right to protect yourself, the right for the gov the right to practice your religion, the right to have cops not just bust in, arrest you, and throw you in jail all the for for the rest of your life without a trial. By the way, what's happening with these January sixth people? Half of them have been in jail now for two years and they haven't seen a trial. They haven't even seen their lawyers. Our country is going the way of Greece and Rome. We're falling apart. Our civilization is being destroyed. And the only hope we have is the pushback. There are a lot of people in this country, most people in this country, even in very blue liberal states, who do not believe in any of this stuff. I mean, look at, I think it's Vermont. Vermont has the loosest gun control restrictions in the world. Why? It's in the Constitution. And the people, though very liberal, very accepting what they call diverse and inclusive. And I already told you, it's all, it's all, a, 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 it's all a shell game. To be inclusive, you have to exclude. You have to exclude anyone who doesn't believe you. Who doesn't buy your crap? Vermont, they, they, these are people that follow the Constitution, believe in free speech, believe in freedom of religion, believe in freedom of the press, believe in the Second Amendment, gun rights. There are a lot of people in a lot of blue states that believe that. That includes New York. That includes California. That this far leftist, this far leftist crap is going to overstep bounds, and it is now. We see it in the schooling. We see it with school boards. They're being protested. People are being fired. People are moving out of states. People are moving out of schools because they want, they want to continue this life. New York is bitching about it. California is bitching. They're losing people left and right. 
that's how you're going to fight. So, you know, Billy, whatever his name is, Billy Smith, or we are in a psychological, intellectual, and, and moral war, civil war. And this time, uh, the right, the conservatives, instead of being nice about it, they're going to have to fight it. They're going to have to sit there and say, no, that's BS. Nope, that's BS. Who cares if you hurt somebody's feelings? Who cares if someone starts screaming at you because you use the wrong pronouns? It's not my problem. Those are your those are your pronouns, whether you like it or not. Okay, so I'm sorry that I uh, got so emotional and worked up about this, but I, I'm just I I see us falling apart, and I'm worried about it. And my dad thinks we're going to be okay. My dad thinks there's enough of a fight left in this country. I'm just not so sure. Because it seems like the country is getting dumber and dumber and dumber. Okay, I'll talk to you. I might talk to you tomorrow. I'm not sure. I still got a couple of stories. Tomorrow might be a shorter podcast just because I skipped a couple of stories and I don't want to skip them. So take care. God bless. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.